ఉచ్చతి third day of this 14 day retreat i am very happy to see you all practicing continuously practicing well <coughs> i appreciate your effort and i bless you and wish you the success of this meditation tonight uh now it is the time for the dhamma talk for this dhamma talk our topic is aggregates and vipassana aggregates you know there are five aggregates form aggregate feeling aggregate perception aggregate volitional formation aggregate and consciousness aggregate these are the five aggregates these five are the birthday gift these five aggregates are the birthday gift that we received on our birthday it is the birthday gift is the bag of bag full of garbage heap of dukkha heap of unsatisfactoriness suffering this bag of garbage buddha has given the same simile to this this form in the mahasatipatta sutta <coughs> buddha classified this form this body into 32 parts these parts are not made of gold silver gem marble or even wood all these are flesh blood snails bones mucus like that let's understand this 32 part first parts first in this body the buddha said in this body atte imasmenkai in this body there are kesa i want to use the pali word as well kesa kesa means head hairs kesa loma body hairs naka nails danta teeth tacho 
skin mansang flesh naharu sinews atti bones atti minja bone marrow vakkang kidney hadayang heart yakanang liver kilomakam diaphragm pihakang spleen papasang lungs antang intestine small intestine antagunang large intestine udaryang stomach karisang feces pittang bile semhang phlegm pubbo pus lohitang blood shedo sweat medo fat asu tear vasa grease kelo saliva singanika mucus lasika oil of joints lasika muttang urine mattake mattalungang liquid in the brain these are the 32 parts in this form form aggregate this body so when you say form uh, five aggregates five aggregates are like five five fingers form feeling perception volitional form is consciousness just like this form is uh, what you call this body and the, the other four are the, the mental so physical and mental physicality and mentality when we die what happens we leave behind this body but there still there are subtle forms to go with the mentality so these five aggregates are in this body all over not only one place you cannot see the five aggregates is this that you can it is it, it is impossible to separate this these are inseparable but distinguishable true mind not true uh, eyes you cannot do that or you use in any sort of instrument you cannot do that you cannot separate this by aggregates but five aggregates are distinguishable true mind when you develop your mind when you practice develop your mind you can understand this what these five aggregates are this uh, in this modern science the scientists they can they talk they uh, do their experiments they talk about only the this uh, matter what you call matter the form mind they cannot say the feeling perception volitional formation can the scientists say that how many how how much uh, karma we have done like that this impossible so because they all these are connected to consciousness mind 
So, five aggregates are even in this little finger. All the five are here. See the physicality, there is physicality, then there is feeling, there is perception, volitional formation and consciousness. All these are there. When you observe your breath, there is there are these five aggregates. When you observe breath, even breath you have these things. So this is how we have to understand five aggregates. Five aggregates are, as I said, it is from from our birth. From our birth means not when we were born to this world. It is from our mother's womb. When we conceived in our mother's womb, there they grow. With the arrival of the consciousness, the consciousness arrived together with feeling, perception, volitional formation, uh, feeling, perception, volitional formation, and form, subtle forms. So all are there with the conception. Not after we, we were born to this world. Even before we born to this world, with the conception, we had these five aggregates. So the birth, what is birth? Buddha explained what is birth. That is what I recited at the beginning of the talk. This uh, phrase I recited. Buddha said, Khatamancha bhikkave jati. Monks, what is birth? Yang tesang tesang satta nang tamhi tamhi satta nikai jati sanjati okkanti abhinibhati khanda nang patubhavo ayatananam patilabo. So let's understand what this, this understanding the meaning of this Pali passage. So they said, it, birth, it is the birth of various beings in their various realms, various orders, realms. Sanjati, Sanjati, being born. Okkanti, descend into mother's womb. Mother's womb. Okkanti, Abhinibhati, it is the production. Abhinibhati. Khandanam Patubhavo, ah, birth means manifestation of Make, uh, manifestation of these five aggregates, khanda. Khanda means aggregate. It is the manifestation of five aggregates. And ayatananang patilabu. It is the obtaining of six senses. Ah, this is what is called birth. So, birth means manifestation, appearance of these five aggregates. These five, with the, with the birth of five aggregates, we gain whole mass of suffering. That is what happened. That is why we suffer from the time we were born. Not from the time we were born means from our mother's womb. Our suffering started, our suffering started in this life, started from the Conception. So, it is the it is the birth of whole mass of suffering. Why? Because we delight, we we delight, we cling to, 
these five aggregates. We cling to these aggregates. The Buddha said, once the Buddha said, who delights this form delights suffering. You see? Who delights form delights suffering. Who delights uh, feelings delights suffering. Who delights perception delights suffering. Who delights volitional formations delights suffering. Who delights consciousness delights suffering. In the <coughs> Dhamma Chakka Pavattana Sutta, that is the first discourse, first sutta, first discourse of the Buddha, maiden discourse of the Buddha, in which the Buddha explained what dukkha is, what suffering is, as the, as the noble truth. Buddha said, monks, what is the noble truth of suffering? Jatipi dukkha, Jarapi dukkha, Vyadipi dukkha, Maranampi dukkha, Appiyehi Sampayogo dukkha, Piyehi Vipayogo dukkha, Yampicca Nalabati Tampi dukkha, Sankittena Panchupadana Kanda dukkha. I want to use Pali, but I give you the meaning. Because it is our tradition. Pali, without Pali, no Buddhism. If we want to understand the original teaching, we have to understand, we have to, uh, we have to deal with this language, Pali. We have to understand Pali. We have to use Pali. Because we, our sources are Pali sources. That is why I recite Pali also. So don't worry about the, what, when, I, when I recite Pali passages, I, I give you the meaning. So, in this first discourse, very first discourse, Buddha said what suffering is. Jati pi dukkha. Jati means birth. Birth is suffering. Buddha said birth is suffering. Jarapi dukkha. Decay is suffering. Jati pi dukkha. Jarapi dukkha. Vyadi pi dukkho. Vyadi is disease. Disease is suffering. Yadi Pidukko, Maranam Pidukkam, death is suffering. Appyehi Sampayogo Dukko, association with disliked person is suffering. And Spyehi Vipayogo Dukko, dissociation from liked persons, loved ones, liked persons is suffering. Spyehi Vipayogo Dukko, Yampichang nalabati tampi dukkang. What one desires, if one does not gain what one desires, that itself is suffering. Yampichang nalabati tampi dukkang. Sankittena. Finally, the Buddha said, Sankittena. In short, Pancho upada nakhanda dukkha. These five aggregates. Affected by clinging is suffering. Uh, this is very important for us for this topic. Panchupada nakkanda dukkha. Sankittena panchupada nakkanda dukkha. In short, these five aggregates affected by clinging are suffering. So here we have to understand there are two things. Aggregates and aggregates of clinging. These are two things. The Buddha never said 
that aggregates, five aggregates are suffering. You know, existence of five aggregates is not suffering. Five aggregates, the Buddha has five aggregates. Arhant has five aggregates. They are not suffering. Suffering. They are not suffering. So, aggregates of, not aggregates of, uh, not aggregates, but aggregates of clinging. If you cling to these five aggregates, then only you have to suffer. That is the meaning. Five aggregates affected by clinging, then only it is suffering. That is how the Buddha said. So, these five aggregates, the Buddha said, these five aggregates, in short, five aggregates affected by uh, clinging are suffering. In the uh, dependent origination, dependent origination is the deep, it is the profound, most profound teaching of the Buddha. That is called Abhidhamma. You can say that is the Abhidhamma. Profound teaching, deep teaching of the Buddha. Uh, the dependent origination, in which the Buddha said these five aggregates are the physicality and mentality. Nama Rupa, Nama Rupa in Pali. Physicality is Rupa, uh, mentality is Nama. Rupa, Nama or Nama Rupa. So, Nama Rupa Pachya Vinyanam Vinyana Pachya Nama Rupa. In the dependent origination, the Buddha pointed out that things are interdependent. Things are interdependent. Like when you say right hand, you cannot say right hand without left hand. You cannot say, talk about up without down. Right? So up, down, right, left, all these are interdependent. So like that, the Buddha said, Nama Rupa Pachya Vinyana Vinyana Pachya Nama Rupa. These are interdependent. Nama Rupa depends on Vinyana. Vinyana depends on Nama Rupa. What is Vinyana? That is consciousness. So, consciousness depends on physicality and mentality. So, these are interdependent. Venerable Sariputta gave a very beautiful simile to this. Nama Rupa and Vinyana. These are interdependently exist. He gave the simile of the, uh, the uh, bundles, two bundles of reed. You know in Asia, people use firewood. They go to the woods and collect firewoods and make bundles. Suppose two firewoods or whatever reeds or anything, two bundles. When the two bundles are kept like this, depend on each other. So, you can keep these two without falling. The two can be kept like that. The consciousness depend on name and form, or physicality and mentality. And physicality and mentality depend on consciousness. That is how, that is what the simile given by Venerable Sariputta this, then these two, we have to understand physicality and mentality. We have to understand what this physicality and what this mentality is. Physicality and mentality depend on consciousness. Consciousness depend on physicality and mentality. That is the teaching in the, in the 
dependent origination so what is uh, what is physicality what is mentality physicality is this form form aggregates which is composed of four elements what are the four elements earth water heat air these are the four elements so that is what is called physicality and then what is mentality nama mentality mentality means contact feelings perception volitional formations and attention so these are those five are called mentality so physicality and mentality depend on consciousness so there is no consciousness without physicality and mentality in other words consciousness cannot exist without physicality and mentality that is the meaning so this physicality and mentality for the sustenance for the maintenance of this physicality and mentality uh there are four nutrients nutrients four nutrients four ahara four nutrients four types of food what are the four types of food the buddha said kabalinkara ahara kabalinkara ahara is whatever for whatever subtle or gross food that we take hmm? kabalinkara ahara then the second one is phasahara phasah is contact contact as nutrient then mano sanchetana ahara mano sanchetana ahara means mental volition as food mental volition as nutrient nutrient and then the fourth one is uh, consciousness as food as nutrient so of the four of the four type of food four type of nutrients the first one we take whatever gross or subtle food we take for the maintenance for the sustenance of this form this body and the other three pasahar manosanchetanar and vijnanar these three we take for the sustenance of mind you see to our mind we need four three types of food for this body we want only one type of food so this is this is how we have to understand how this physicality and mentality maintains sustains and when the buddha uh, explained this five aggregates Buddha has given very clear definitions. Buddha has clearly mentioned how these five aggregates come to be and how they come to pass even. Not only come to be, how they come to pass even. So how they come to be? The Buddha said this form this form aggregates come to be because of four elements now you know what these four elements are i don't want to repeat it and the and feeling feelings come to be because of contact what is contact 
Contact means meeting of three, three things. What is the meeting of three means here? Meeting of three means, say for instance, I, form and consciousness. Ear, sound and consciousness. Nose, smell and consciousness. Like that, six senses. To six senses, we have three, three things. When these three come together, that is called contact. So, meeting of the three is called contact. So, it is because of contact, feeling comes to be. The Buddha said this. So, whenever we have feeling, we have to understand that now when you are practicing, when you are sitting longer, you have pain. Uh, feeling, that is pain is feeling. So, feeling, there are three types of feeling, not only pain. There, are, there will be in, in uh, days to come, there will be happy feeling also. Hmm? Painful feeling, pleasurable feeling, and neither painful nor pleasurable, no uh, pleasant feeling. These are three types of feeling. So, not only pain. Pain you will gain later. Huh? With no pain, no gain. Right? No pain, no gain. So pain is there when you practice. That is true. So, feeling arises because of contact. Suppose there is no contact, then what happens? If there is no contact, no feeling. Uh, then the Buddha said, perception. Perception comes to be because, again, because of contact. It is because of contact perception comes to be. Then, volitional formations. How volitional formations come to be? Volitional formations also come to be because of contact. So, all these three, feeling, perception, volitional formations, they all come to be because of contact. Please remember this. And then, how this consciousness come to be? Consciousness come to be because of physicality and mentality. That is how the Buddha explained these five aggregates. <coughs> these five aggregates, as long as we have these five aggregates, we are wandering in sansara. Birth, death, birth, death, we are wandering in sansara. Buddha gave a very beautiful simile to this. It is, Buddha said, it is like a leashed dog tied to a post. Dog, suppose the dog, the leashed dog is tied, uh, tied to a post. What happens? The dog runs. The dog needs to run. Dog then runs where? <laughs> Around the post. Right? The dog wants to eat. Eat well at the post, uh, drink at the post, whatever barking, round, round barking is only around the post. Like that, we, as if we, as we are clinging to these five aggregates, we are running, we are we are wandering in sansara with these five aggregates. We are like tied tied to these five aggregates. So, 
we are whatever we are doing wherever we are going we have to take this per aggregate when you go to sleep you take this per aggregate when you go to uh, go to market or when you go to the shop go to shopping you take this per aggregate when you go to restroom you take this per aggregate but wherever you go you have to take this uh, this is the nature of per aggregate this per aggregate some people think when when we take this per aggregate here and there as we are born again and again in different realms some people think that there there is a little one inside that there is a permanent entity inside permanent thing inside to be called soul or self there is a soul inside that is how some people believe but it is just a belief but they said there is no such thing once the buddha got some uh, cow dung dried cow dung you know in india buddha lived in india in india there are, there are many right cow dung dried ones the buddha got some cow dung like this and showing like this the buddha said monks there is no permanent entity permanent thing everlasting thing or even of this much if there is any permanent entity any permanent thing substance like this much we don't want to uh, practice this uh, this in in this holy life because there is something permanent since there is nothing permanent we have to practice this dharma we have to live in this holy life that is how the buddha said that that is the kaudan the sutta name is kaudan sutta <laughs> that is how the buddha it is from sangita nikaya with connected discourse so in this manner we have to understand how the buddha has talked about this Buddha gave once Buddha gave very beautiful meaningful very fitting fitting similes to these five aggregates let's now understand these similes Buddha said pena pendupamam rupam vedana bubbulupama marichikupama sanya sankara kadalupama మాయూపమాచవిజ్ఞానూపమాచవిజ్ఞానూపమాచవిజ్ఞానూపమాచవిజ్ఞానూపమాచవిజ్ఞానూపమాచవిజ్ఞానూపమాచవిజ్ఞ
in this body. All the time it is changing. That is why the Buddha said, this body is like a form, no substance, nothing. You have to see this body as a form. When you develop your mind, when you develop your wisdom, vipassana, you can see this body as a form. That is why the Buddha said, this form is like a form. Pena pindu pamang rupa. That is the simile given to this form. Vedana bubbulupama. Vedana is feeling. Feeling is like a bubble. You know the bubble, when there is rain, raining, you, when the drops come, drops, uh, uh, come to the water, it, there are some bubbles. Water bubbles. So bubbles, bubul, bubbles, same. Huh? Like bubul is called bubul, bubula, bubula in Pali. English bubble, <laughs> bubble and bubble more or less the same. Huh? So, Vedana bubbulupama, that means it doesn't last long. Bubbles, bubbles uh, not last long, just for a while. So, the Vedana, whatever feeling, is not, not permanent. Feeling itself, impermanent. So, Vedana Bubbulupama. Marichi Kupama Sanya. Sanya is perception. Perception is like a mirage. But mirage is, you know, it's like water. When it is hot, summer season, you can see, when it is very hot, you can see little distance, you can see it like water. That is how, when the, when the deer see this, they run thinking that it is water. This mirage, they run, 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 no water. Finally, they fell, they died. Uh, just like that, sanya, perception, is like a mirage. With marichi kupama sanya. Then sankhara, sankhara is formation. Sankhara kadalupama, kadala is banana. Like a banana tree. When you cut a banana tree and when you remove layers and layers, there is not, nothing permanent, no core. No core, just layers. You can remove one by one, one by one. Finally, you get nothing. Nothing, no, no core inside. Like that. Uh, sankhara Kadalupama. Volitional formations are like banana tree. No core, no heart wood. Uh, then, Mayupamacha Vinyana. Vinyana is consciousness. Consciousness is like a magician. We have six magicians in us. Six magicians in six senses. Eye consciousness, ear consciousness, nose consciousness, tongue consciousness, body consciousness and mind consciousness. These are the six consciousness. So we are deluded by these six magicians. Uh, this is how we have to understand five aggregates. One day, uh, early morning, the Buddha, as usual, Buddha, Buddha go from, goes from house to house begging. One day morning, 
having taken his fork and bowl, he was ready to go from house to house in the path. House to house begin. Then Venerable Rahula, you know Venerable Rahula was ordained at the age of seven. So little one, eh? little monk. Venerable Rahula, he, he also wanted to uh, go with the Buddha. House to house begin. Now he is also having taken his bowl and robe. He is getting ready to go with the Buddha. So they both departed and they went from house to house begin. On their way, the Buddha looked back like a lion. That is how the Buddha, Buddha does, you know. Like a lion, the Buddha looked back like this and said, Rahula, whatever form, whatever form, whether it is past, future, present, internal, external, uh, subtle, gross, inferior, superior, far or near, whatever form should be understood as not mine, not me, not myself. Impermanent, unsatisfactory, soulless. Whatever form should be understood in such a way, this is vipassana. This is real vipassana. When you develop your mind, when you develop your wisdom, you can see forms as not yours. This is not mine. This I am not. This is not myself. That is the mentality. That is how you see that it is not yours. There is a particular discourse where the Buddha said, Monks, what is not yours? Give it up. Abandon. But abandon what is not yours. So here the Buddha said, here to Rahula, Venerable Rahula, the Buddha said, Rahula, whatever form should be discerned, should be understood as this is not mine, this I am not, this is not myself. When this was said, Venerable Rahula said, Venerable Sir, is that only form? Venerable Rahula, this little, little one, right? He said, Venerable Sir, is that only form? Then the Buddha said, not only form, feelings, perception, volitional formation and consciousness. All these things, all these five aggregates should be understood, whether it is past, future, present, internal, external, uh, close, subtle, Inferior, superior, far, near, whatever form, whatever feeling, whatever perception, whatever volitional formation, whatever consciousness should be understood as this is not mine, this I am not, this is not myself. This is Vipassana. Without, without developing wisdom, you cannot see this. This is to be discerned, this is, this is to be understood only with 
proper wisdom. Proper wisdom means develop wisdom. That is why we want to develop wisdom. Wisdom arises, wisdom develops only through meditation, only through vipassana. When you practice vipassana, you can see this. So when the, when the Buddha gave this instruction to Venerable Rahula, Venerable Rahula thought that this instruction, wonderful instruction, this admonition was given personally to me now. Who is going to pin the path? Who is going to, going to collect arms? What is the purpose of having food now? I should practice right now. So he went to a, a tree, he sat under the tree and started to practice. He did not want to go from house to house begging. Venerable Raul started practicing. But at that time he did not attain enlightenment. He was not matured enough. He did, he did for some time. Then Venerable Sariputta, his teacher, Venerable Sariputta, he saw him and Venerable Sariputta asked him to practice anapanasati, mindfulness of breathing. So at that time he was, he, he did not attain enlightenment. Later on, when he was matured enough, the Buddha asked him to go to a certain uh, woods. Together with Buddha, he went and then the Buddha gave him instructions for the attainment of enlightenment. That is how Venerable Srahula later on uh, attained enlightenment. So friends, now this is how we have to understand this. Uh, when we develop our wisdom, when we develop our insight, vipassana, we can see things as they are. The Buddha, Buddha said, these things should be seen as they are. When you see as they are, what can you see? You can see things are impermanent, things are unsatisfactory, things are soulless, without a self. That is, the, that is what you can see. These are called three characteristics of existence, the lakkhana. So when we practice meditation, this meditation, our purpose is this, to understand these five aggregates, to understand our six senses, to understand this existence. This is the purpose. When we practice, we can understand this. The Buddha did this, and all other monks, his disciples did this. They all attain enlightenment. This Dhamma is not only for the Buddha's time. This Dhamma is called Akaliko Dhammu. Akalika. It is unaffected by time. The same, same four noble truths in the time of the Buddha, they attain enlightenment by understanding, by realizing the four noble truths. The same noble truth is everlasting, still there. We ourselves can understand, we ourselves can realize this same Four Noble Truths. The Four Noble Truths are not outside. It is within. Four Noble Truths are there inside, within. Within me, within you, everybody. So, this is why we want to practice. When we practice this Dhamma, this meditation, both 
Samatha and Vipassana, we all can understand this wonderful teaching of the Buddha and we also have that potentiality, that power to attain enlightenment. Therefore, let's uh, all practice vigilantly, diligently, so that we all can attain ultimate bliss of Nepal. With that good thought, say Sadhu, 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 Sadhu. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.